Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks podcast here on the Lazy Geeks Network. I'm Stephen Vargas. And in for the ailing, aww, Adam Riley, I'm Heather Rhodes, his better half. Well, wait. <laughs> Stephen's better half. Not Adam's <laughs> not, not better Adam. half. Yeah, not Adam's better half. No. Stephen's better half. Any human being is Adam's better half, really. Well, right. <laughs> I mean, you could just sub anybody there. For right. Him, but, yeah, exactly. Um, I feel very special, very honored. Then. To be the guest host this week on the official Lazy Geeks podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, How sincere. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, great. Okay. Um, no, so Adam lost his voice. And I know, like, when I lost my voice, we didn't have the show at all simply because Adam doesn't know how to record the podcast and has no editing skills whatsoever. So, wow. Yeah. Shout out for Adam. Yeah. And I know he'll be listening to this, so <laughs> suck it. Um, so, yeah, but this week he caught a cold and at 12 o'clock on Sunday, he's like, yeah, there's he messaged me on Facebook. Like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to be able to do my voice is gone. So, yeah, yeah. I think it was it's officially gone. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Heather thank Thanks. you. Something <laughs> right. like that. Because like, he said he might not be able okay. to do it. So asked Heather to fill in for uh uh, to fill in for Adam, and she graciously said yes. So, um, yes. and depending on how this show goes, you may never hear Adam again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and if those of you listen to That was to nice. The, yeah. I, I wasn't expecting it to go that way. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I wasn't, so. <laughs> <laughs> and if those of you have listened to Just Another Podcast, Heather is my regular co-host on that show. So. I, I am. Yeah. I am the voice. You're, you are the voice. And the face. Yeah. Of just another podcast. <laughs> um, so, I don't know about you, but this has been the longest fucking week ever. You had a shit week. I had a shit week. I I could I don't know why my my nephew 
God bless them, said that the only way to get out of it was to beat up a midget dressed in a Spider-Man costume. Uh, hashtag no video doesn't count. Right, um, yeah, right. Worthless without pics. Right. You could go down to Hollywood Boulevard and probably find that ex- exact person I de- and kick the shit out of him. Oh, yeah, most definitely I could have done that. Yeah. The, it would have been easy. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I, You know, I it's one of those where... Because the day this podcast is being aired is Memorial Day, so it's... Um, I, Memorial Day just a U.S. holiday is w- what I'm thinking. Yeah, I, yeah. I could always Google I, that. I, yeah, we could Google that. But, I mean, other countries may have their own. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like, you know, other countries have their own Mother's Day and right. stuff. And then some have derivatives, like they have, you know, um, Kids Day, actually. Even though every day is kind of like Kids Day. But, <laughs> you know, and we, we even have a Grandparents' Day, if you know that. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. But, you know, my personal favorite is just always Arbor Day because it's... But do you know that there's an Arbor Day Foundation and their jingle goes, The Arbor Day Foundation! Na-na-na-na-na-na. Don't remember the words? No, because they're <laughs> not memorable. <laughs> yes. Like Memorial Day. Yes, Memorial See? Day is, according to Wikipedia, which is the source of all human knowledge, um, is, is a U.S. holiday. Decoration Day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember hearing that in old movies. Yeah, Decoration Day. Old uh, TV shows, right. Yeah. So, uh, so for those of you outside of um, America, one, sorry, uh, two, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, it's a holiday here where we technically we're supposed to honor those that have given their lives in, in um, uh, defense of this country, but mostly it's simply the first official day of summer holiday season. Yeah, and now we, you can wear white pants yeah, and, in the fashion world. You know, the movie season's underway and barbecues. So, yeah. Yeah. And don't go to the beach that day here because it's just insanely crowded. Uh, you know, and it's funny too. The weather doesn't even have to be all that nice. Yeah. Sometimes what? people just go. I think just because that's what we do. we do. That's what we do. It's very Clark Griswold. Like that's what we do. So we're doing it. Doing it. Yeah. So I, and I and but the reason why I brought that up is because uh, where I work, it's a it's a holiday. It's a paid holiday. So I get the day off. So I think kind of that was let's get through this week so I can have a short week. I think that's kind of some of the mentality that some people yeah. go through is like, let's burn through this week so that I can get a three-day weekend. But you were just in a general funk. And, yeah. you know, for any of the listeners out there, it's good to know that, you know, if it happens to them, they're not alone either. Mm-hmm. You know, that happens. Sometimes you really just feel off. You kind of feel sort of just vaguely depressed. Right. Nothing's really all that wrong. You know, you could sit there and dissect your whole life. And nothing is terribly, terribly wrong. Not to say that for some people, they may have shit going on. Well, no, no, no. But but then it's easy. You're not wondering. You're not like, what the hell? Yeah. No, it's frustrating when you feel kind of blue and kind of off when you really can't pinpoint exactly what the problem is. Because we... (laughs) (laughs) You don't sound that blue now, so... (laughs) Right. Unless it's a different kind of... Yeah, blue. <laughs> I, I don't know. But um, anyway, we can take care of that. Okay, um, that's different than what you and Adam would talk about. <laughs> yeah, I hope <laughs> it's possible. But who oh, knows? oh. Uh, anyway, rose before hose, huh? <laughs> well, okay, I've known Adam longer. Um, this <laughs> like that's the criterion. <laughs> right. Okay, that's great. 
Um, also, it is spring, going into summer. Spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. And it's very important to clean your phone. Oh, my just, God. As we just discovered about 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, my phone has the cutest little cover on it. I have an iPhone 5. And, uh, you know, I do, I do periodically take it off because I'm always just sort of like <sighs> on the screen and then... Rub, yeah. Let me take a picture of the, the okay. cover so everybody can see it on. Yeah. on Here's me going. All right. Okay. So that's gonna go on the Lazy Geeks Facebook. Yeah, page. you'll you'll get to see that still of my <laughs> phone cover. It's really cute. Um, and I'm hawing <laughs> on it, and then I wipe it on my shirt, right? That because that's good, and that doesn't scratch it or anything. So, um, because I always have a pet hair on mine. I don't know about you, but oh, yeah. Constantly, I, I, or and I, they all and they I look like eyelashes. Dogs, so, yeah, yeah, we both have cats and dogs, and so it looks like you know an eyelash or whatever. But I'm always like blowing on it or or you know rubbing it off on my shirt. <laughs> all of those sounded amazing. Um, and just now I took it off. It's a rubberized cover, which those are my favorite. You know, I don't like hard covers. Yeah, silicone. I don't cover, like hard yeah. covers. No, I like silicone <laughs> covers. <laughs> and I just send it They're all. They're so different... <laughs> soft and malleable, and this one's pink. It's so pink and soft and rubbery. I love feeling it. Okay, we're still talking about sweaty balls. <laughs> I know. I'm. I've. I've drifted into NPR territory, <laughs> like speech pattern. Anyway, so I took my phone out and I was like, oh my God. And then it got worse. I looked at the bottom where the speakers are and it's like, for the life of me, I don't know what kind <laughs> every, of schmutz is every, in the It's like holes. nearly every hole on the bottom is plugged. Yeah, on the one side. Yeah. So I need to go and get a safety pin, basically, or a really thin nail or something, but probably a safety pin. And I thank goodness I have one at home. I know exactly where I'm going to go right when I walk in the door. <laughs> and, like, I need to punch out these little holes. It's like, what is that? Yeah. It's like the Q-tipping of the ear. Yeah, that's the Which one. feels so good, by the way. It does. How great is that? I, I know. When you put it in there and you're just like, oh, and then you're like, oh. And then you're like, dun, 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 that's a spot. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like Buddy, right? When, yeah. you, when you were doing low butt rub on yeah, him, and right? His, his, he would just kind of. Start going, <laughs> Dude, seriously, Q-tipping is a little too sexual. Like, for <laughs> for what it is. Yeah. But anyway, back on yeah, topic. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, so clean your clean phone. Clean your phone. If you have because a case on it, yeah, take it off. You're going to just be disgusted. That you, you will. You'll be yeah. so disgusted. Yeah. And it just reminded her that she needs to upgrade her phone. That too. Because <laughs> I I just passed the two-year mark. Yeah. So, and yeah, unlike a, a, a lot of us, she didn't jump on the, oh, it's up. Now I need to get a new phone. No, she, I don't do that. I'm not that person. And I also never, like, I would never, like, camp out you know, for, oh, the next, you know, iPhone, whatever. I, I, I don't do that. I don't yeah. do that for anything. I don't, I don't, I don't camp out for tickets. I'm 43 years old. Okay. There's no need to camp. We don't camp out for anything. I don't camp point. out for shit at this point. Are you kidding? I mean, nothing is that great. Like Adam said, when I was talking about WonderCon and they had the uh, Star Wars Battlefront uh, presentation in this enclosed building and line went our enclosed structure and this line went around like forever yeah and i was like yeah fuck no 
I wasn't going to yeah, wait. No. And then he goes, yeah, that's the difference of when you're young and when you're old. When you're old, it's like, yeah, my, I know. my time's too valuable. Isn't that true? <laughs> and it's just like, no. And then you start thinking like, my sciatica, you know, like I can't stand that long. And exactly. what if it rains? <laughs> Fuck that. And, and like when you're yeah, 20. Your acting up and you're thinking, oh, it must be getting, uh, there's moisture in the air. Yeah, my it, bursitis, you yeah. know, whatever. I, but when you're like 20, 21 years old, you know, and you're obsessed with something, that feeling of, of total like just you know like you would caravan like to follow them like my sister uh and her friend rob went and saw dave matthews like a billion times one summer like in a van i was gonna say like, literally they went from like city to city i know it's kind of like grateful dead followers and people <laughs> know, like, like that dave matthews come on well no but that's how his followers are though they're very like you know multi-concert kind of a thing and um anyway uh, it's just really different what you'll do for things when you're, say, like 20, 21 years old oh, God, yeah. than what you do when you're in your 40s for things. <laughs> like what your priorities are. In your 40s, are. you're lucky you got out of bed. You're happy you got out of bed. You're happy you got out of bed, and you're just all kinds of like, I'll DVR it. Oh, totally. You know, it's like later, <laughs> you know. Oh. oh, this is funny. A concept I heard from Juliana Rancic, actually on E! News. She called watching tv when it's on appointment tv why so, because you're making like an appointment to watch the show when it's actually airing, airing. Yeah. right so the normal act of watching a show when it's actually being broadcast is now like a thing wow like it has a label yeah it's it's appointment television and it almost made it sound like that's the 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 derivative that's the the you know right. not the norm right like the dvring now is the, is norm, the norm or yeah. the binge watching on on, on netflix, netflix is yeah. the norm but actually now when you think mm -hmm. about it, that is kind of true because it's flipped a little bit i i, I very mm -hmm. seldom the only thing i ever really watched on time has probably been like maybe if i catch it flash or arrow they're the right. only shows that i actually catch on time but that's if my brother's here because otherwise i'd end up having to watch it twice because uh, we do DVR. And, and a lot of times you don't even mind that. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like the finale. But I'll get to that in a minute. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a lot of times you will just like DVR. Like you and I sometimes will watch SNL together when it's on or we'll watch it the next morning uh, mm -hmm. and DVR after the DVR. After, yeah. Or as my as my brother said, with tape it, tape it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're going to tape that? And I was like, yeah, let me go and look for that TDK memorex fuji tape oh know? wait look it's um uh porky's three with this one kind of sucked here let's put the duct tape or whatever yeah, over the over, the over the tape and tape over it <laughs> those tapes always had better quality they did because they were had professional movies on them <laughs> trust me i did this all the time <laughs> but yeah so yeah that actually not, that kind of makes sense wow that's crazy. that struggle was real yeah that was you had yeah. to plan shit you had to set timers you had to fuck it if it was I live mean, tv if it was live tv you were fucked. oh my I god know. that was the equivalent of like mom i can't believe you walked in right when my song started on the radio <laughs> and i was like i remember one time i had like the the boom box thing you know with and i was like listening <laughs> and finally the song came on and you're like oh yes the dj finally shut up before like didn't talk into the lyrics Lyric. and then your mom's like heather ann and i'm like ah mom <laughs> oh my god i was just taking waiting like five hours for this top nine at nine oh my 
my god you know yeah and you're like fuck oh yeah (laughs) but then came the magical stereo where you could press play and record and you didn't have to hold anything up and it didn't sound like it came through a fucking tin can on a a piece (laughs) of string you know, like old time radio. You or know, you have the, or if you had, like, sometimes I had the left and right speaker, and then you would go up to one speaker, and you'd only get only the left side of the, the left side of the song. So like, no backup singers, because yeah. you could hear them or you faintly get, or over you, there. Yeah, or you get the whole backup singers, or faint, only the back or faint lyrics, you know. And it's like, oh Jesus, dream, 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 dream. So you only got that part, <laughs> right? And like the. I'm done now. Okay, I'm, I've, I'm cutting myself off. I'm yeah, done. You fully dated yourself. I just Billy Oceaned, so <laughs> that's enough. All right. I think on that note, it's time we jump into some news. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this week, uh, The Flash, Fast Enough, the season finale of um, aired, uh, got some really positive reviews. Uh, personally, uh, uh Wow, you just couldn't ask for a better season finale. Now, of course, because of the way the the finale aired, everybody's wondering, "Ooh, was this a par- could this have been a parallel universe?" Because, you know, those DC fans, you know, know there's a multiverse and there's a lot of them. Uh <clears throat> most of the people that have reviewed it as, as well as myself and have the review on the website have basically said that this is a, a finale that all other comic book movies like agents of shield arrow um uh gotham uh could all take a lesson from this it was very strong and personal story but a very big story overall it a lot of surprises involved in it um i don't want to spoil it because it's still only a week out so i know there's probably some people that maybe haven't seen it yet but I just thought as far as storytelling character-wise, it was really strong, uh, very ambitious story, but really big payoff. Uh, A lot of feels in it, uh, especially from Barry going through the kind of dilemma he had to go through. So I thought it was very, uh, very strong ending to a very strong first season. A lot of shows always struggle during the first season. They struggle to find their feet, but it looks like, you know, the Flash kind of just threw everything and just kind of went from there. And now the possibility of opening up a wormhole that allows for universes to kind of mix and match seems like that's going to be a way you're going to get some more metas, meta humans involved in the next season. And we already saw the Wally West helmet kind of flow through the door. So that should definitely be a very, very big thing if we go into season, when we go into season two. So uh, if you haven't watched it yet, or if you fell off the show, I don't really think you have to watch the full season to really get it, but I think you want to watch the last six episodes of the season to really, really get what's going on in the show. But I, I really do, if you fell off the show, rewatched the season one, really got stronger as the season went on uh, with all the new, uh, all some of the new metas that came involved, um, that got together in there and uh, another, you know, appearance of the Arrow. But, uh, Really, really good uh, first season. Really makes me excited for season two. So we'll uh, we'll see that back in September <laughs> when it finally or October depends. 
But uh, that's great. Um, you know, the only thing I can really add to that is that when I texted you and said, you know, how was it? You were just like the feels, <laughs> right? You know, and I was like, oh wow, yeah. okay, yeah, because you know, in the sh- in the show, a lot of people know that Barry's overall story arc is is getting strong enough so he can save his mother, and of course, season one ended with as that basically answering that whole thing and and it re- that's satisfying for fans it is because a lot of times shows like that will play that long and long and long and then you're just like oh fucking do it already yeah yeah um this one actually was gave us the payoff fairly early on into the season <laughs> wow and even the cat thinks so i know even the cat's thinking wow. about that in there no uh, we're just at a bordello we're actually that's where we're recording this the bunny ranch in vegas apparently <laughs> but uh wow but wow. uh a lot of times you know usually within the first season of a show you don't get that kind of a payoff good god is she in heat apparently <laughs> <No. laughs> we're over here get over here um but that's the that's basically the, the just the really the really big payout. What the hell is her problem, Curly? <laughs> get over here. No, oh, no, she's no. Right here. She's she's like you know what? If that bitch is gonna co-host, <laughs> then I'm gonna put in my two kitty cents. Yeah, there you that's go. That's all. Yeah. So I I really thought that the she's just trying to tell you about the feels too. Yeah, she was. She felt those she, feels. She was watching it. She was. She watching. was. Uh, but. It was yeah, it was a really a really strong payoff, but I thought it was perfect because it kind of wrapped up that whole story and allowed Barry to kind of become his own uh, his own character and being who he needs to be going into season two. So, fantastic. Yeah. So what? So you got the money shot. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely got the money shot. Awesome. <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna go the journalistic route um, and uh, just go ahead and treat adam's news <laughs> as the news that it is so heath ledger yeah did you know this was originally supposed to play max in mad max fury road did you know that no no i didn't know that really okay well let's find out what the scoop is mad max fury road is doing very well in theaters right now and both viewers and critics alike are loving it What some may not know is director George Miller wanted this movie to come to the big screen years ago, but it just didn't work out until now. Miller now has admitted if the film came out when he wanted it to, the late Heath Ledger would have played Max, the lead, instead of the current Tom Hardy. That makes sense. Yeah? Yeah. Every time Heath Ledger would come through Sydney, Sydney, (laughs) he'd call in and we'd chat about Max, Miller told the Daily Beast. He had that same energy that Mel and Tom Hardy have. That maleness, charisma, and restless, let's put that on the Barbie energy. I'm going to stop now, okay? That's not one of my best accents. (laughs) Which you need to play a relatively still character. So, um, to recap that horrible um, (laughs) sentence... He felt that he had the that, that kind of strong male presence, the kind of charisma and like a restless energy that was needed to play this still character. Of course, we all know that the untimely death of Ledger in 2008 put a stop to Miller's ideas as him playing the lead. The world lost someone great when he went, he added. Tom Hardy was the next to walk through the door that had that vibe. Not taking away from Tom Hardy, an actor 
I love in a variety of different roles, but it would have been really cool to see Ledger in Mad Max. I think he would have brought a lot to the role and would ultimately help make a great film. For fan fans of Ledger's work, like myself, this may be a bit of a depressing story to read. Mm-hmm. However, the takeaway is his talent is still being talked about years later. That's something his friends and family can be proud of. That's actually pretty interesting because I know George Miller had been wanting to do a new Mad Max movie for a long time. With you, mullets still, do you think? Um, no, sans mullets. Uh, sans but, mullets. Uh, he, he did want That's it. That's a little do, sad. It is. But he wanted to do it for a long time. And, and actually, this movie took a while to, to film. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, if I mean, you're talking about casting... Heath Ledger back in obviously, and he died in early two thousand eight, yeah. like February or something. Yeah, and uh, he had been talking about wanting to do it, and then having everything because they were going to start production, and then it got stalled because of money, and then I think there was even a stall during filming. Mm-hmm. So That's I know it's not really uncommon. It's not for but, many films, but for a movie like this, you were kind of like, "Whoa, that was a little surprising." But I, I'm kind of like bummed too because I would have loved to have seen Heath Ledger in that role. That would have been kind of cool new little like action star kind of role for him so that would have been kind of cool you know i don't know much about it um but uh just his look yeah heath ledger's look and when i think back to say like the role he played in brokeback mountain oh right right, that stoicism that that's if he's talking about a still character if that's what he's referring to sort of that strong and silent type yeah he has he really really possessed that and um you know, he, he, that handsome, that ruggedly right. handsome look that would fit with Mad Max so well, too. Yeah. Totally. You know? Yeah, that, that that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. It sucks, too, because, like, now, you know, you get all the movies that you think, like, oh, he would have, they were they would have liked to have Oh, he him. was, he was a brilliant actor, you right. know? And it's like, it, but it's almost, like, ironic that what he was so brilliant at basically did him in. Yeah. You know, he was so absorbed in the role of the joker and it affected him so emotionally that Mm. he was just it's like well that's that's he was hooked on depressants and and you know sleeping pills and stuff like that yeah and it's like because he just he it's almost like he immersed himself in that craziness and that insanity Well, he was already in another movie by the time he died yeah it was the um the imaginary oh god what's that i saw that movie too and it was actually a really good movie um, the imagine, imagine, Manas, Parnassus, that way. Yeah, something, something, something like, yeah, uh, the Imaginarium of Mr. Uh, Dr. Parnassus, yeah, something like that, yeah, and, um, really good movie. Is Winona Ryder in that? No. 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 Oh, um, God, huh? Yeah, I know, right? But, yeah, <laughs> they had, he had died after they finished all principal photography and they were going to do all the CG versions. He just had, you know what? He literally, he kind of had PTSD from it. Yeah. It was like he was still having nightmares. He was still just having trouble sleeping. And I can, hey, listen, they tell you not to take those things ever for more than two weeks at a time. So if you end up taking those things for longer than two weeks, you, your body can, you, you you can become addicted to them and not even know it. Yeah. It's a shame because he just overdid it. He was mixing them, and they found a bunch in his system when he died. And you're not supposed to ever do that. So mm-hmm. he was just, he was he was definitely abusing them, you know. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's just sad because he was a great talent. I thought. Yeah. And he absolutely. had a huge, huge future oh, ahead yeah. of him. All right. Well, 
off of the depressing note, we'll move on to gaming news. An even more depressing note. <laughs> uh, so a Only depressing <laughs> when you don't have time to do it. Exactly. A couple of weeks ago, Sega made it clear that it would be removing some of their mobile games from various app stores, but refused to name which ones. That is the gaming equivalent of your significant other saying they're mad at you, but refusing to tell you why. It seems that we now know which games they've removed. The only reason everybody knows which games was removed was simply after they removed them from the iTunes store, App Store, (laughs) Google Play, and various other marketplaces. Uh, The following Android titles are no longer available from Google Play. Afterburner Climax, Jet Set Radio, and Super Monkey Ball 2. The following iOS titles are no longer available from iTunes. And they are Afterburner Climax, Altered Beast, Echo the Dolphin, Golden Axe, Golden Axe 3, Streets of Rage 2, Fantasy Star 2, um, Sega Columns Deluxe, Space Harrier 2, Streets of Rage 3, Super Monkey Ball 1, 2, 2, um, Sakura Edition, and Virtual Fighter. Oh, that was always a good game. 2, and Virtual Fighter 5, Final Showdown Guide. Sega said that the games no longer met their quality, and they may return in an updated form at some point. However, if you already have these titles, don't delete them, because you won't get them again. Um, but that means they'll probably come back. I know at least with like Afterburner and stuff like that, they'll probably come back and they'll probably get a new HD version or what have you and then sell it for like three ninety nine. But, uh... I hope no one just like in the last day or so... Deleted it. Deleted one of these. I really hope. Ah, that's like the worst. That would be like the people that, um, downloaded the, um, Silent Hill, uh, playable teaser trailer Mm -hmm. from Konami. And, um... And then Activision went ahead and decided to cancel the game and deleted the playable uh, trailer. And some people had deleted it and then were trying to get it again. And yeah, it was gone from the store. So it's always. That's kind of like the controversial Abercrombie and Fitch t shirt that you're like, damn it, I should have bought that when it was still on the shelves. <laughs> right. Before they pulled it. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, so yeah. So I, I guarantee you, more, more often than not, you're going to find that those, uh, those games will return to Google Play and the Apple um, App Store probably by the end of the year is my my assumption. Um, usually they pull them because, yeah, the, be, more often than not, it's because the games are so old and then all the new uh, mobile devices have HD, like Apple has the retina displays, so they don't quite look as well. And they'll probably, like Afterburner and, and some of those other titles, they'll go ahead and then redo them and then drop them back out right. for more money. So, go ahead. Tell us what's going on on the Lego Dimensions side. Lego Dimensions. Okay. <laughs> um, I literally, literally, no, I, I you literally, literally just heard <laughs> about Lego Dimensions on a recent recording of one of our podcasts here on the Lazy Geeks. Then I'm scanning YouTube and I see two trailers, right, that have changed. Uh, may prove the Lego franchise is about to change the way we look at their games. Lego Dimensions not only blends the different Lego universes together, comic book style, but bring some newcomers to the Lego video game family. The trailer above, on the side, on the screen, the, on the side at thelazygeeks.com. Not not above my head or anything, mm-hmm. but the trailer above is the extended announcement trailer that explains a bit more of what exactly is going on. Joel McHale gets an interesting looking package. <laughs> or is that has an interesting looking package? No, it's gets. Oh, gets. Okay. Joel McHale gets 
this is, you know, up, up in the air, gets an interesting looking package filled with Lego pieces and strange stuff starts to happen. It's a great commercial and shows off how nutty this whole thing is going to be. Then we have the trailer below. Christopher Lloyd, I love him, <laughs> reprises his role. Or is it repri it's reprises? Yeah. I think I screwed the pooch on that one. Christopher Lloyd reprises his role as Dr. Emmett Brown as he receives the same package. This sorter, yet still... I think it's shorter. Oh, shorter. <laughs> the, yeah, okay. This shorter, yet still awesome clip puts his character into the game and shows what looks like Doc Brown playing a more key role in the game. This would make sense based on the science fiction-based problems the LEGO universes are dealing with. This game looks awesome, and based on these trailers, has to be one of the most anticipated games for my, Adams, list for this year. The release date is currently set for September 27th, 2015 for the PlayStation 4. Let's give it up for PS4! <laughs> PS4 in the house! Who's got the PS4? This guy. <laughs> Xbox One, PlayStation 3, Wii U, and Xbox 360. Yeah, I've heard the uh, the Dimensions games are actually supposed to incorporate, yeah, Back to the Future, um, Doctor Who, The uh -oh. Simpsons. Very gonna, cool. Yeah, they're going to have a bunch of different stuff in there. Um, that looks actually really cool. Once I heard the Doctor Who ones in there, and I know Adam's a big Back to the Future fan, so mm -hmm. he'll definitely, it's going to be one of those where we're going to be like, okay, we're there. Oh, yeah. So yeah. be sure to go to thelazygeeks.com and check out both of these Lego trailers. They are fantastic. And you'll also be able to find the links to these stories in the show notes. Uh, so you'll be able to click there and it'll take you right to it. All right. Good deal. Yeah. Moving on into comic book news. As we predicted last month here on the Lazy Geeks, the, sale between, the sales between DC Comics and Marvel for April would be a bit closer as we got into DC's Convergent event. However, it seems that the that as a big deal as the event is, it's not strong enough to beat Marvel and Star Wars for the entire month. As there is no real momentum building for Marvel, it seems that the original trilogy comic series was enough to beat Bat to keep Batman from taking the top spot. Marvel was a top publisher, according to Diamond Distributions, with a 34.15% dollar share and a 36.33% unit share. Star Wars number 4 was the highest selling comic of the month. It was one of four Marvel titles that broke the top 10, while none of the main Marvel Comics line made it. DC took five spots with the first four issues of Convergence as well as the Zero issue. The remaining titles, Star Darth Vader 4, Kanan, The Last Padawan, number one, and Princess Leia, number three, were the only other Marvel titles that took the remaining ten spots, uh, top ten spots. The only non-convergence title that made the cut was Batman, number 40. There was never a doubt, but it was surprising that it didn't rank higher than fourth. We spoke a few times, uh, we have spoken a few times about the only interesting thing about the Convergence event is the Convergence title which makes it surprising that each <laughs> new issue ranks lower than the previous one. However, in May, we should see a bounce in Marvel's direction as Secret Wars events is, is progressing. But we shall soon see come June, which will be yeah, in a couple weeks. Oh, can you believe that? God, I can't believe that. We're already there. I know. Yeah. But we did we did predict last month that, uh, that we should see an uptick in DC because Marvel really dominated last month. Mm -hmm. But we said, yeah, we should see an uptick with Convergence. But I was actually surprised that Star Wars, which is owned by Marvel, 
really manage to kind of keep DC out of the number one spot. So we'll see what happens coming um, coming this month. So well, interesting, very interesting news. <laughs> Miles Morales will survive Secret Wars. That was never really a doubt, but now we finally got confirmation on that. All right. Newsarama recently had a live chat with Brian Michael Bendis, the writer for Ultimate Spider-Man. Bendis has confirmed that not only will Miles Morales survive after Secret Wars, but will coexist with the original six... How would you say that? Six, six, one, one, six. six Batman. So, oh. Oh. <laughs> what just happened to me? <clears throat> but will coexist with the original 616 Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, in the, in the journalistic world, you're supposed to say rather when you screw up. Mm. In the Batman, uh, rather Spider-Man. Oh, 616 right. Spider-Man. We already knew that Morales would carry over after Secret Wars when he was featured in the preview for the all-new, all-different Avengers comic. However, his role wasn't exactly clear. Now that it's been confirmed that Peter Parker will carry over as well, which honestly should have been a given, the theories on how they will interact with each other are up in the air. Anything from a costume change to a renaming of one of the heroes could happen, although no one knows for sure, except for Bendis, that is. I think this is a really smart move on Marvel's part. Miles Morales has become a fan favorite and not only represents a more diverse character, but also brings us a Spider-Man story from the eyes of a teenager again. This is a great way to please the fans that want to go back to basics with Spider-Man and those that like the more mature 616 version. I'm sure we can expect some very interesting Spider-Man books after Secret Wars. Yeah. And that reminds me, though, of the book you got me. The oh, origin right, yeah. story. The origin story. Of Spider-Man. Yeah, um, that's the Ultimate Universe, that mm -hmm. one that I gave you, which is where Miles Morales comes from. Oh, great. Yeah. Right. So, and coming from that teenage point of view, I, I, I think people definitely like that. Yeah. I know I like it. Yeah, you know. it's... It was, yeah, like like Adam had read, and we had already seen the preview cover for all new, all different Avengers, and we knew Miles Morales was going to be in it. But then that kind of was like, well, what's going to happen with Peter Parker? Are they going to kill him off again? Because <laughs> but, uh, you can do whatever you want. It's like soap operas, yeah. novelas, too. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> what? With... You are muerte. <laughs> I know, right? But You uh, died. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> I've been in hiding in Jamaica was... under an assumed name for what? 15 years, and I look younger now than I did before. What was it? Uh, Soapish? <laughs> Or is it, oh, he, yeah, he, he doesn't have a head. He, <laughs> oh no, he had the best plastic surgeon reattach his head. Uh, oh, but uh, yeah, man. so it's it's cool that they're going to have Peter Parker and Miles Morales. I think that's a good way to get everybody together. Um, but uh, well, yeah, we'll have to see if I'm, I guarantee you Peter Parker is going to keep Spider Man. But I wonder what they're going to name up uh, Miles Morales. That should be interesting. All right, moving on into technology news. Okay, so many Google Fiber customers have been reporting that a software update turned off their Wi-Fi, preventing them from logging into the Google uh, Google Network Boxes administration panel. Customers will be or can still get online using Ethernet connections. Customers in Kansas City and Provo, Utah, have been affected and took to Twitter and sites including uh, down, uh, downdetector.com, which I use, to describe the problem. Uh, Sam Hartle, uh, I'm not eradicating disease with my Google Fiber internet connection, 
but it would sure be nice <laughs> if it would work after a 24-hour long outage. No, it's like, could you just simply work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, Austin Graf uh, on Twitter said, we had uh, way more outages with Google Fiber than we had with Comcast. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> Google, uh, Google needs to step up, step up its game. Well, DSL, uh, former member of Kansas, from Kansas City, wrote yesterday... Uh, this is back on the 21st, he wrote, uh, having an issue today with my network box, I lost my custom IP address schemes and went back to default. Now I can't access the advanced menu. A few hours later, the customer had been able to talk to Google Fiber support. GF support had a factory reset my network box so I could get in. They acknowledged that a software update this morning caused the issue, the customer report. Doing a factory reset hasn't worked for all customers though. Google Fiber support for Provo confirms Wi-Fi problems said they're working to fix, but didn't have an ETA. One customer wrote yesterday with down, um, downdetector.com. I tried to factory reset my box and that didn't work. So there's an update that uh, Google provided a statement just after 5 p.m. Uh, quote, yesterday, some Google Fiber customers explained a Wi-Fi outage after we performed a software update on our network box. Con um, Wi-Fi connectivity has been restored for all of our customers, and we're diligently working on the remaining issues. Um, now, this is the first major outage that we've heard from Google Fiber, and a lot of people are trying to get Google Fiber to their towns. Kansas City and Provo, Utah have uh, been two of the major cities that um, granted Google access to um, uh, to their networks to go ahead and put Google Fiber in. Um, to be honest, I don't know. That one part we're saying outage more than Comcast, that's <laughs> that's a pretty bold statement to make. Well, um, hyperbole works. Yes, it does. You know, yes. um, but especially when you're trying to, you know, get a company's attention. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. To, that's one way to do it on Twitter. Yeah. But uh, in a lot of instances, I think Google Google Fiber is still relatively new and there's going to be a lot more early adopters are always going to get kind of screwed when they first get on there until they get all the bugs and kinks. It's why I never buy a device right out the door. Never. You know, the first version the of first something. Version, no. Yeah. I mean, no. Even like a PlayStation 4, you know. Even you mean you don't camp out no. for the first version I, of I something? Have, I have better things to do with that. That has time. a million like defects and <laughs> bugs and, and yeah. all kinds of things that they're just going to fix in yeah. like three months. Yeah, so I wait at minimum six months. Oh, I know. And I, know. Uh, I mean, you know, the PlayStation 4 has been out for two about a year now, over a year now. So I mean, like... some people might yell sacrilege, but personally, I mean, you know, I don't like worship at the temple of all things technology. Yeah. I'm meaning I don't need to have that first gadget. I don't get that frenzy. Like, oh my God, I, this is coming out. I have to have it. I, I, get, I get the frenzy. The Cabbage Patch um, frenzy. It's totally Cabbage Patch. Oh yeah, it's, it's very big. I mean, it's really Cabbage Patch. Yeah, it really is. But I, I get the frenzy. Like, you know, when you, when you see it, you think, oh my God, that's so cool. But then when... And this is the problem with with doing what like Adam and I do is that we read all the stories and all the things that they're like, yeah, well, they haven't quite confirmed this part yet. And this part might not be available at launch. And then suddenly it starts reducing. You, you suddenly you're like, oh, OK, well, that'll be cool when it comes down. Then it sounds like I'll just wait, mm -hmm. and, you know, and uh, 
And yeah, that's that's generally what happens. But yeah, and then you get a, an improved version. Yeah, you know, definitely. And all it was was just a delaying your gratification a little bit too. Yeah, and, and but, you end up with a, a higher quality product. Well, that's like the people that went and got the Apple um, the Apple Watch. Oh yeah. You know, mm -hmm. there's some people that are like, oh my god, they they went and they got it. Now you're getting reports of people like, eh, and it, it tells time and it has. Oh, like so some, it's a watch. Some apps and. stuff. Stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's like, wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. So why don't you give us the last technology story of the day? Okay. Last up in tech, the Razer, okay, comes out with a mouse pad that lights up. That's kind of cool. That is cool, isn't it? Mm -hmm. We like things that Light glow up. in the dark and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I like know. that little strobe effect that you get. If I wasn't 43, my sneakers would have the, the lights on them. Fuck you, I'm 42. I'd get one that yeah, lights up on. Yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> I, and I always kind of wanted the, the rolling sneakers, too. The, the, the little... The skateboard. The, the little the, wheels. The little wheels, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I really, I want, like, glitter, and I want the lights, like, every time I... Okay, you know, you're not two. Okay. <laughs> you are... You so just, like, deflated my bubble. <laughs> destroyed your... You just... That was sad. <laughs> All right, listeners, faithful <laughs> listeners, Razer makes some pretty great gaming hardware for PC gamers everywhere, and one of the things they do best is make their stuff light up. Sure, it may not seem like the most important of a gaming mouse or keyboard, but gamers might disagree with that point. Many take pride in the overall look of their systems, and when you spend all that money to build your own computer, you'll want it to look as nice as possible. I agree. He's very true. Mm-hmm. Razer has heard what the people want and have announced the Firefly. The new gaming mat is surrounded by lights that can glow and pulse in 16.8 million colors. What? Jesus. That would be the biggest <laughs> box of crayons ever. I know, right? How big would your sharpener have to be? Or how many sharpeners yeah, would you need? Say, for how, how many sharpeners, not just one? The Firefly fly, pardon? Rather. Rather. The fire... Dan Rather? <laughs> no. The Firefly can even sync up with Razer's chroma-enabled peripherals if you want the light show to really sync up, right? Damn. And you can smoke a doobie and watch The Wizard of Oz with uh, Pink Floyd's... Um, what is it? The wall? Yeah. In the background, and it syncs up. Jeez. My friend, when I, he I was, never tried that. My friend did that. He synced up the album with The Wizard of Oz in his classroom for um, very severely um, special ed students. So he tripped them the fuck out. <laughs> right? They were like, wow. what? That's what we did in school today. He's a, <laughs> he's a bit of a trip himself, but I digress. I really like this idea. This reminds me of Glowzone down the street. <laughs> right? Yeah, That's yeah. all I'm thinking of this whole time. Because I dig stuff that lights up. The same way, like I told you, I want the shoes. I love, you know me, I, you know how much I love glitter yeah. and sparkly things and sparkly things it's sparkly and things. really sparkly things. Okay, now she's, um, she's just saying that for my benefit. Yeah, that's just sparkly things, <laughs> um, you know, and bling and, and all that, you know. Uh, I love the idea of this. That's cool. Yeah. That would be something that, yeah, I'd like to have something like yeah. that, but I don't have enough room on this fucking desk. Well, you could make room. I mean, if you were serious, man, you oh, would. Yeah. 
Sure, it's a mouse pad that needs to be plugged in and it's and is functionally uh, useless, <laughs> but the aesthetics alone are worth it. If you really want to bring your rig's lighting to the next level, this is the obvious choice to brighten up your dull mouse pad. Dull mouse pads are extremely dull. Well, that's why they started putting pictures of them. Or then you could send away to like Shutterfly or someone like, put my kitty cat on my mouse pad. Custom. Look, it's my baby. It's my baby. It's my baby. It's Said my the guy baby. who has the TARDIS mouse pad over there. Uh, it, yeah. it says he. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's but that one, yeah, but that one's just plain black. That one. Well, that's because that's an old one and that's the one I use at my little desk in my room because oh, I, right. it's just like it's beat up. I don't care. But this is the nice one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I got the nice keyboard here too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know, that's kind of cool. Yeah, at the same it's time, it's all about aesthetics. It's it all about just the look of it. And if you're syncing it up with the sound effects and the gunshots or whatever, and st- that's I'm sorry, it's just cool. <laughs> that is cool. It's fun. Sixteen point eight million colors, though. Damn. Yeah, that's that's. Quite I mean, a... that's like the entire spectrum. Yeah, I mean, it has to be like <laughs> every single day. That's not just Roy G. Biv. Right. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> You remember what that is? Uh, vaguely, yeah. It's, it's the colors of the, of the rainbow. rainbow yeah. yeah, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and then what's the eye between blue and violet? Indigo. Yeah. Yay. As in indigo girls. Lesbian rock. Let's go to Lilith Fair. Wear <laughs> hemp. <laughs> I'm gonna wear hemp oh, all weekend. Hemp. I'm not gonna shave my pits. Okay. Anyway, no, all right. Not gonna shave my legs or pits. No. Oh, all right. Maybe I'm this week straight up bitch. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, many times, people, companies, or someone does something that's straight up bitch. This is a section of the podcast called "This Week's This Bitch." This week's this bitch, well, I'll just go into it. After escaping from the planet Krypton years ago, 24-year-old Kara Zor-El is embracing her new superhuman abilities. Better known as Supergirl, her latest adventures were to be showcased in a CBS pilot scheduled to air in in this coming November. Uh, On May 22nd, six months early, the much-anticipated pilot leaked online. Mm. After making an appearance as far back as 1958, Supergirl was intended to be the female counterpart DC Comics Superman, who was feature, uh, who first appeared 20 years earlier. While successful in her own right, she never quite reached the dizzy heights of the Clark Kent-based character. Yeah, however, th- this, yeah, I think, uh, this is from Torn Freak. I think it meant to say, this year, however, the world is embraced the return of Supergirl. Or the world the new- is braced for. Yeah, or the world that. is for, rather, the world is braced for <laughs> Dan Rather, <laughs> the return of Supergirl in the in a new CBS TV series featuring uh, Melissa Benoist from Glee, Homeland, Law and Order as Kara uh, Zorel, an alien who has hidden powers. Blah blah blah. You all know this one. Well, after the commitment in September that the series was officially kicked off for a pilot earlier this month, the pilot was scheduled to debut in November. But those plans have now massively unraveled after the episode leaked online six months earlier than it planned. How does that happen? An uh, insider? Yeah, most likely. Two scene, That's like a dick move, right? It, it totally is, yeah. I mean, Two okay. scene release groups, Dimension and LOL, uh, or LOL, 
uh, competed to uh, uh, yeah competed to premiere premiere the, premiere the f- title first this morning and the latter beating the former by around 90 seconds <laughs> lol's version is a um convenient 400 megabytes so likely has become the most sought after copy on the other hand dimensions is more than 15 times that size oh wow but for 1080p connoisseurs mm. it'll be worth the wait note some have pointed out that the two groups are connected and one releasing sd and the other hd Although it's certainly possible that the pilot contains hidden watermarks, as far as visible identifiers go to 46, uh, go the 46 minute episode looks very clean. As illustrated by the image below, there is no telltale property uh, of warning uh, wa- warnings, blah, can't even read now, uh, that are regularly seen on screener copies. Which is, yeah, yeah normally yeah. you see a screener, something in there that flashes, or something that flashes every few minutes. The leak pilot came as a complete surprise to a couple of hours ago, so download stats on BitTorrent are still currently at a modest 25,000 or so. However, given the anticipated media snowball effect during the day, the number of downloads is likely to increase dramatically, probably to more than a quarter million by this time tomorrow. The Supergirl leak comes just weeks after the first four episodes of the new series Game of Thrones leaked online. That event triggered a piracy craze, create um, a piracy crazy. I think he meant to say piracy craze mm-hmm. that continues to this day. Whether more episodes of Supergirl will leak online in the days to come is unknown, but in any event, it seems likely that CBS will try to stem the current tide. Uh, there's been an update. Uh, another pilot has leaked in this time coming uh, coming NBC TV series Crowded leaked by the same groups. It's available in qualities up. Uh, up to 1080p and it runs for 22 minutes so who are these dick groups a lot of times you'll get uh insiders people that have like screener copies i'm not exactly sure how they got this one unless it was somebody that worked for the company itself that managed to get out there which we've seen with other what's the point of that um beyond the dickness i mean what, like ISIS claiming, yeah, we bombed the <laughs> shit out of your cafe? I mean, right. we only, killed people. The only thing it could do is, if it's a bad pilot, it could kill the series. Yeah. Um, if it's a good pilot, it could, you know, push it, you know, it could make everybody go, oh, wow, this is going to be cool. Um, I don't really see, like... Like it, it, the the thing is, is that some people will claim that it's stealing money from them, but that make money on advertisements. Um, that's really how these studios make money on TV shows. Um, mm-hmm. I still, I guess it just depends on what the fallout is, on what people say. What's their motivation? What do they get out of it? Just it's just they have it. Like they, it's what hackers do. Like just <laughs> we hacked you. No, it's not even hackers. It's no, I'm I'm saying the same payoff is just that. Ha ha! I I did this. Yeah, I mean it's out there. It's they have it. They just throw it out there. It's just like like how do they benefit or or whatever from they it? They don't. They just throw it out there. Yeah. But that's the thing. Why? I always want to know why. There's really no just to be like dick. This, yeah, I mean I don't get it. Yeah, I mean you could say it's just to be a dick. Um, just to fuck with things. The 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 order of things. I don't know. I've and... always considered TV shows different from like movies. Like movies, you you do it to be a dick. You know, you, you'll get people that will download it because they don't want to pay for the movie or what what have you. TV shows I always see as a little differently because they make money differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
it could or it will if they have any surprises in the movie in the pilot it could hurt the pilot because the the surprises will already be there spoilers and stuff like that mm-hmm. will already be out there i i just think that if the series is bad especially like the pilot's bad it could really sink the series oh yeah so i have yet to see anybody say review it like that they downloaded it i'm i'm haven't seen anything yet, but mm-hmm. I'm sure as as it gets closer, um, you know, and and I guarantee you that CBS and everybody involved is going to be going into because the same production company that did this did um, Arrow and The Flash, and um, we haven't seen anything like that leak, so they're going to probably look at what's different between here, between doing on CBS and the CW. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, if you would like to recommend uh, uh, this bitch for the podcast, please recommend to us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks one word using the hashtag this bitch. So, if you liked what you heard, then go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. And once you subscribe, you will automatically receive all our podcast content, two shows twice a week. We will we make it extremely easy for you to get all our content. Also, spread the word. We can only do so much if you dig the show or like just hearing two dudes make complete assholes out of themselves or a guy and a girl make complete assholes out of themselves, uh, which I think Heather did quite well. Thank on this you. One. <laughs> Let people know about it. They'll thank you for it later. Because we only think about you. Like, we don't have a life ourselves. We don't. Yeah, we really don't. We really don't. Yeah, we really don't. (laughs) (laughs) The least you guys can do is leave us a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get the show. If you subscribe... See, I can't speak anymore either. (laughs) If you subscribe to the RSS feed like a true boss, go to the website, thelazygeeks.com, and drop us a comment on there. Tell me how beautiful I am. No, really. Tell me, Heather... Yeah. How beautiful I am. Yeah. No, she, really do yeah, that. She, she really, yeah. Is she, my picture she, on there? Uh, no, my picture. We're going to add that. that. We're, we're going to take care of that? Is we're going to take care of that. Oh, all right, we'll take okay. care of that. If you have some ideas or topics for the show, don't be afraid to share them. There are no stupid ideas, just stupid people. So, <laughs> I love that. If you hit us up on Facebook, The Lazy Geeks, you can, um, on Twitter, at The Lazy Geeks, Instagram, The Lazy Geeks, Google Plus, The Lazy Geeks. Are you seeing the pattern? <laughs> uh, and we're officially no. <laughs> and we are officially on Snapchat at you know it the lazy geeks. <laughs> you can even send us an email or your dirty pictures. <laughs> uh females for me and the guys for I need to edit this, okay? <laughs> um I like POV porn, so <laughs> it was that too much? No, I think that's it. An amateur, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like I'm into that. You know I like that. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and uh, I, I, think, uh, I think redheads still. <laughs> I'm still convinced I need to dye my hair. So Jesus. for Steve at the geeks at thelazygeeks.com. All right, that is it for this week's edition of the Lazy Geeks podcast. Thank you so much for filling in for Adam. That oh, was... you're so welcome. I really enjoyed myself. Hmm. Good, good. And hopefully they enjoyed it, too. I hope so. (laughs) I'm Stephen Vargas. And I'm Heather Rhodes, in for the ailing Adam Riley. (laughs) Peace Peace out!
This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.